What up, what up, what up? Yeah. What's going on, America? It is Monday. Uh, and if you're listening to this, that means you made it. And uh, we are. Yeah, there we go. You know, I didn't realize when Jake is back in the studio today, uh, I didn't realize that I hit the wrong button for the wrong intro music last week. Oh, you did? And it was the one without me, like, screaming like a Pentecostal uh, preacher. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I didn't realize it till after. So for those of you who enjoy that portion, I apologize. And for those of you who like that version better without me talking, I don't know. I guess let me know at grandmadearamericamedia.com. Uh uh, you know, maybe it's time to change up the music again. Uh, yeah. we, we do that every six months or so. We, we, we change the music around. Maybe it's time for something new. I wonder if we can get Tommy Vex to allow us to have. Or he could record a, a Dear America song for us. Dear America. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it, it would be pretty, that would be pretty cool. Um, okay. So let's see. Uh, a lot of stuff been going on. Yeah, a lot, a lot of continuations of last week's talks uh, mm-hmm. today and big talking points. The biggest uh, shocker is that even the left-wing mainstream news is even having to come to grips with the fact that Biden sucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's horrible. It's worse than any—well, it's not worse than conservatives— uh, thought it would be but it is worse than they ever imagined that it could be oh yeah it it is it is it is the worst presidency ever and it hasn't even been a full year yet like that it is it is a failure on such epic proportions mm-hmm. that even the democrats are having to go what did what did we do Right, like what did what, what did we do? Right, and, um, and their backup Kamala, they've now realized is a dud. So now they're looking at booty judge. Yeah. Oh God. And, and we'll get into all that here shortly. But 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 first, talk about the little engine that could. I mean, talk about pure and utter just determination, despite all the signs. Humility. There, there is a fine line, and me and Jay actually just had this conversation before we started. There's a fine line between determination and just pure arrogance of not paying attention to the signs. Yeah. Um, and if this was a conservative, I would be like, hey, Wrong place, wrong time, wrong state. Like, maybe you should move. Maybe you should, you know what state. I mean? No, I'm serious. Like, yeah. maybe you should do something different. Like, if this, if you really want to be in politics, you know, because some people do, and I get that. Maybe you should, like, move and maneuver and wait another two years or so and, and you know, strike in the right spot at the right time. But this isn't a conservative. This is a Democrat, so I'm going to make fun of them. Um, Francis... O'Rourke, oh, Franny Fran, (laughs) Franny Fran, Beto O'Rourke officially launches his bid for Texas governor. Yes, yes, it's going to be awesome. Beto, Beto, yes, the one who said, you're dang right, we're going to take your guns and lost to uh, Ted Cruz for the Senate, Mm -hmm. Uh, naturally, because he is the ultimate Beto. Human being. Mm-hmm. Uh, Francis, let's see if we've got a we've got a quote. There it is right here. Okay. Uh, Francis says, I am running for governor to serve all of the people of Texas. Hmm. You said you want to take guns. I, I'm not sure that you fit. Uh, 
98% of Texans' agendas. But either way, I believe that the only way we are going to achieve great things for this state is by looking out for each other and moving forward together. Mm. This past February, when the electricity grid failed and millions of fellow Texans were without power. That is true. Texas is not used to having a freeze over. Um, so that was a massive, and, and that has actually sparked a lot of conservative people running. Uh, uh, Chad Prather, Alan West. Uh, they're like, this is one of the main things that they're running on is the fact that Texas was not prepared for such a thing as that, yeah. uh, which is a big deal. You know, if you're, if you're going to be the governor, I mean, that, that does fall into, I mean, you know, I mean, you got to be prepared for that kind of stuff, Sure, but I digress. Um, let's see. What else does he say? Instead, uh, in the video, Aurora indicated that oh, this was his announcement video yeah. indicated he would tackle a slate of issues, including strengthening the electricity grid and expanding Medicare. Of course, instead, they're focusing on the kind of extremist policies around abortion or permitless carry or even our schools that really only divide us and keep us apart and stop us from working together on the truly big things that we want to achieve for one another. Mm. It's a really small vision for such a small state uh what but it doesn't have to be that way god he's an idiot do you you do know texas is the second biggest state right like, like, like you do know this i'm, I'm confused <laughs> i am very do you know where you live sir <laughs> right. do, you, do, do you know hold on go go up go up so he's saying that focusing on issues like uh abortion it's an extremist permitless position. carry because we already know he's anti-guns. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, and and focusing on what's being taught in our schools, those are truly like stupid things, which we learned yeah. in Virginia. Actually, those are very big things. In fact, mm -hmm. Youngkin won pretty much on school alone. Like that is what like like mamas came out and voted for Youngkin because of school. Um, and this just goes to show from a political strategist mindset that the Democrats are complete and total idiots out of touch. They could not be exactly more out of touch with the American people, especially when you're in Texas. If you're going to run in Texas as a Democrat, you cannot be a leftist extremist Democrat. You got to be like a JFK Democrat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like gun Tulsi Gabbard. Maybe. Yeah. Guns are awesome. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. uh, anyway, I, it, it, it's going to be laughable and I'm really excited. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of good clips. I'm really excited. I hope he gets the Democrat nod, please. I really do. <laughs> Cause whoever it is that ends up winning the GOP nomination, uh, which most people believe it's going to be Abbott, but you know, we'll, we'll see. Um, uh, I know that they had uh, the debates between the primary challengers the other day, and Chad did really well. Yeah. Got to give a shout-out to my boy Chad Prather. Oh, yeah. Um, and and Alan West. Alan West has always been really good to us as mm -hmm. well. Um, I think, you know, both are in the right place. Their hearts are in the right place. Politics are politics, though. So, you know, is a heart in the right place good enough to win anymore? <sighs> History tells us no, but we shall see. Either way, I'm pulling for my boy Chad. Um, and he did really well in the debate, mind you. Um, okay, let's see. Speaking of Texas, uh, to show that Beta O'Rourke is just against the thing. 
Uh, people not necessarily in Texas, but around the world are super upset that in Austin, Texas, a high school removed the bathroom doors due to safety concerns. So are we talking about the stalls or are we talking about like just the, like, you know, the door going into the bathroom? Let's see. Um, she said in a letter obtained by the station that there has been behavioral events and conduct violations that have occurred inside the restrooms. About 90% of drug offenses, she said, uh, had been, uh, oh, okay, so, all that's, right. Yeah, that's where you do the drugs at, it's the bathroom. Right, okay, so this is talking about just, like, the door going into the bathroom. Yeah. Not, so. not like the stalls. Um, so the weed smoke will seep out into the hallways and they can catch them, I guess. So I don't understand why everybody's why anybody would be upset about this, honestly. Um, we didn't have doors going into the bathroom at my high school. Mm. We didn't have doors on the urinals. I mean, on the... on the yeah, stalls? Yeah, the stalls. Oh, man. We didn't have doors on the stalls. If you had to poop, guess what? You weren't, you weren't doing nothing in the stall. Or, yeah, in the stall, you weren't supposed to do <laughs> in my high school. Yeah. Now, I realize that was Mississippi, and, you know, was it Theo Vaughn said? Now, they may have been pedophile, uh, but pedophile non-practicing, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. kind of thing. And I realized that the stall might have been extreme, but that was just, you know, hey, we, we, didn't, have, we didn't have stalls. Uh, a buddy of mine was telling me in Marine Corps boot camp, they didn't even have, like, stall walls, period. They just had the toilets sitting yeah. there. And if you, had to, if you had to go, your buddy was right next to you. Pushing it out just like everybody else was. <laughs> Hold up. Uh, anyway, the point. Get close real fast. MREs, man, will mess you up. Hello, my fellow veterans out there. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, anyway, back to the point. I think it's a great idea. Hey, uh, what are you doing in there? You can't trust teenagers, man. Look, yeah. hey, my son turns 11 in three days. I already don't trust him. <laughs> you know, I don't. I don't trust teenagers. Yeah. Oh, my teenager is awesome. No, he's not. Or no, she's not. She's just better or he's just better at hiding stuff than you think they are. Right. Okay. I don't care what nobody says. Uh, no, teenagers are teenagers. Absolutely not. Even at this age, we don't allow our kids to lock their bedroom doors you better not lock that freaking door yeah. if i come knock on that door and y it better be open yeah or i will lose my crowd i will kick a door in <laughs> like I, I will what are you doing in there you know like i'm serious right why do you need to lock it what do you, you know the bathroom door okay you know you want to lock the bathroom door i understand what are you doing in your room? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know. What you, kind of drugs are you smoking? There's not strangers <laughs> in the house. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like why are you locking the door? Um, anyway, I don't see what the big deal is, but I digress. Uh, let's see. Other real random things real quick. Aaron Rodgers came back uh, to, yeah. to the Packers um, and did very well. Threw for like 300 yards. I was off. I said he would throw for 400 yards. And it was like just under three. It was like 298 mm -hmm. or something like that. So I was off. I'll give you that. I was wrong. But he still came out, and they won, and they were dominant again. Uh, the biggest thing about the Aaron Rodgers thing, and I think I said this last week, but the fact that no one talked about the fact that he was not sick. Right. Not a single person brought up the fact of 
he's not sick at all. But yeah. everybody was just like, oh, he, he, he lied. He lied. Now, I did say that, the difference between a lie and just not saying something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like uh, just letting you make your own assumption, that's not a lie. Right. That's just letting you, you know, uh, you know, it's like, uh, uh, I, I don't know, like if I wasn't adamantly, outwardly Christian, mm-hmm. but you just made your assumptions based off of things that I say and I do. That's not me lying about my religion. Right. That's just you assuming something. You know what I mean? Like, that's not a lie, but either way. Uh, you know, we live in a world where people just redefine everything. Well, you didn't expressly tell us that you were an unvaccinated piece of filth, so therefore you are a liar, as Stephen A. Smith would say, or yeah. as Geraldo Rivera would say, you cost your team the Super Bowl. No, they didn't. They're still number one in their division. Either way. Yeah. I know that a lot of you could care less about sports. Uh, anyway, uh, let's talk, before we get into our first sponsor, let's talk about Steve Bannon. Yeah. Um, I would love <coughs> to open this up for discussion to you guys. I, I really love it when I get emails from you. Graham at DearAmericaMedia.com. What do you think of the whole Steve Bannon situation. So literally just a few minutes ago, Steve Bannon turned himself in uh, after being indicted on contempt of Congress charges. All right. So for those of you who don't know, Steve Bannon was, was, I guess, subpoenaed to Congress to testify before the January 6th committee. Mm-hmm. And he said no. Um, and uh, they held him in. They voted. They voted to hold him in contempt, um, and now he has surrendered. Uh, he even quoted, who is it, Frederick Douglass? I, 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 haven't, I, I, yet, I haven't yet begun to fight. But isn't that who said that? I don't know. Frederick Douglass? Google it. Let me make sure that I'm not an idiot. Okay. I have not yet begun to fight. Who said that? I have not yet begun to fight. Just, that, we keep it real, people. Who said that? John Paul Jones. John Paul Jones. Frederick Douglass was the freaking uh, black guy. guy. (laughs) Sorry. Again, there you go. It's a lot of info, people. That's uh, that's why we look it up right there so we can always make sure. Some of you are yelling at the radio right now. John Paul (laughs) Jones, you idiot. John Paul Jones would be a great rat name. John Paul Jones. Yeah, well, John Jones is. John Jones Jones is. Any Jones, you know. Mac Jones. Mac Jones. (laughs) Uh, A huge Mac Jones fan. All right, let's read the New York Post article about Bannon. The the, the most baller move that he did was he did his show, The War Room, live in front of the steps of where he was fixing to walk in to turn himself in. So that was was pretty balling. He said he spoke with the media as he entered the FBI Washington's field office and live streamed. There it was right there from Getter. I don't want anybody to take their eye off the ball. Uh, what we do every day. We got the Hispanics going on our side, Americans coming on our side. We're taking down the Biden regime, he said, while plugging some of his guests on his show, War Room. Remember, signal, not noise. This is all noise. That's the signal. So I guess in context, he's talking about what they talk about every day about, because Steve Bannon has still been very adamant about stolen election, Mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera. He faces a minimum of 60 days in jail if convicted on both counts and up to a total of two years in jail with fines up to two grand. Steve Bannon could blow his nose with two grand. He doesn't care. Um, 
Okay, so here is the question. I know my thoughts, but I'm going to keep it to myself for a moment because I want to I want to put it before you guys. Okay, so a lot of people are up in arms that he is now, you know, giving himself up to the FBI for not appearing to a subpoena mm-hmm. in front of Congress. My question to you, and I'd love your feedback, is this. Not whether or not you think Steve Bannon did nothing wrong. It's whether or not you think that a subpoena to Congress is ignorable or not without repercussions, right? Like, I think that's a fair question, you know? And we've talked about this as Americans, where we're at right now. Like, you have to be willing, man. You have to be willing to pay the price to stand up for what you believe, right? Right. So... I guess, do you understand what the question I'm trying yeah, to make? Yeah, like, yeah. like at the end of the day, can American citizens just blatantly say, nope? Yeah, I, yeah you can, I think, but it's, it's ultimately up to the judge. Well, right. Yeah. I mean, you can, but you, you still would then have to turn yourself in, and then it goes before a judge, right. and then a judge decides whether or not, right? Yeah. Like, there's still the process that has to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, unless I'm just completely off. Like, if I got subpoenaed, to speak in a, you know, a trial or something. I said, screw you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I There would be some repercussions to that, right? right? Now, I may be cleared when it's all said and done, but we do have processes. Um, I think Steve Bannon's going to come out fine. I, I really do. And, and I applaud him for taking this stand that he's taking. Um, I do think the January 6th uh, witch hunt committee is a sham. Uh, and I do think that... He should have told him to suck it. I really do. And whatever happens is what happens. Yeah. Um, but people are up in arms that this has happened. And and what I keep trying to remind everybody is this was never not going to happen the second he said, I'm not doing it. Yeah. And and that's what I'm trying to get across to everybody is when we talk about standing up for what you believe. It's more than just talking about it. You know, you either are willing to lose your job over the vaccine or you're not. Mm -hmm. You're either willing to lose, you know, sponsors or millions of dollars from a radio show like Dan Bongino or you're not. You're either willing to go to jail over what you believe or you're not. And I think a lot of people get all bent out of shape and they focus on the wrong thing. Very much like Steve Bannon just said, focus on the signal, not the noise. Right. The signal is, I disagree with this, so I said no, and now I got to go through all this noise right. in the process. So we need to continue to focus on the signal, not the noise. And if you dissect it, I don't really know why he said it that way, but if you dissect it, it does make sense what he's trying to say. And so, you know, that's my question to you. Do you think that, Steve Bannon shouldn't be having to go through this trial and tribulation because he said no to a subpoena to Congress? Or do you think that this is just part of the process and we as Americans have to be willing to go through this fire for what we believe in? Let me know. Let me know what you think. I I believe absolutely we do. Um, And Steve Bannon is is standing up for what he believes in, man. And you got to be willing... (laughs) 
you got to be willing to fight the right fights. And you've got to be willing to adjust if things need to be adjusted. Steve Bannon has access to information that we don't even have access to. Steve Bannon knows things that we don't know. So Steve Bannon chooses to do things certain ways based off the information and the knowledge that he has at the time. And he's standing up. He's saying, no, screw you, Congress, because you're corrupt. You're horrible. Uh, You're being petty. (laughs) You're being, yes. And and the more and more we know, uh, Tucker Carlson has reported on it in depth. The fact that Tucker Carlson is reporting on the fact of the FBI legitimately had something to do with the January 6th insurrection, in quotation marks, and everybody's just like, eh, that doesn't bother Everybody, the fact that one FBI anything right. was involved in that, that doesn't bother people. It's Freak like the hell out of you. It's like them. It's like them talking about aliens and everybody's just like, oh, yeah, aliens are real. And everybody's like, OK, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like inflation's good. Yeah. What? Oh, okay. what, what yes. Yeah, <laughs> why inflation is actually a good thing. OK, because it gets people paid more money. Da, oh, da, 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 da. Uh, like we got them with the alien thing. So at this point, we can tell them anything. Dude, they're going to come out with the sky is actually not blue. It's blah, 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 blah. All right. Anyway. All right. We got to get into our first sponsor. And that is Good Ranchers. Let's go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Good Ranchers has a limited time offer for all our listeners. 10 Bistro Filets when you enter promo code GRAM at checkout. Go to, go, ah, go to GoodRanchers.com slash GRAM right now. This is a $100 value free with the promo code GRAM. I want you to imagine over 100,000 Americans losing their jobs. You can stop imagining it because it's reality. Everyone, you need to hear me now. Since 2015, over 100,000 independent farms and ranches in the U.S. have shut down. Why? Because foreign meat is stealing their business and robbing you of the quality and flavor you deserve. That's right. You're eating Australia and China meat. Did you know the product of USA Tag has been stolen? by foreign countries. They process their meat here and then label it like it came from the USA. Wow. Because of these labeling laws that favor foreign imported meat, over 100,000 independent American farms and ranches have closed since 2015. But you can help fight back and support America first. American ranches, American ranchers, and American beef. You can go to GoodRanchers.com slash Graham right now and get 10 free bistro fillets. And in addition, if you subscribe, you will save $25 off each subscription box of mouth-watering American meats for life. The boxes will show up on schedule right to your door every single month or every two weeks, however you want to do it. That's right. Get 10 free Bistro Filets. That's $100 value, free express shipping, and $25 off your monthly subscription for life. Go to GoodRangers.com slash Graham right now. Offer code Graham. All right. Let's get into uh, some more stuff here. So let's see. We talked about Steve Bannon. Oh, here's my question. So SNL in all their glory, which by the way, for the life of me, I cannot figure out what the obsession with Pete Davidson is. I do not get it. Every time I turn around, he's on a date with some of the hottest women in the world. And not only is he a degenerate human, 
he looks like an alien. Like, like, and well, anyway, looks like he's on heroin. So this is a skit uh, where it's someone dressed as Big Bird. It looks like a woman dressed like Ted Cruz, and Pete Davidson of all people <laughs> is supposed to be Joe Rogan. Um, and my question is this: Where are the fact checkers? For this video that as of right now has been seen 3.3 million times. Listen to what they say in this video. And then you tell me if you can spot the misinformation. Play it. Well, that's right. I used to host Fear Factor and now doctors fear me. Can you help me, Joe? Oh, sure thing, Big Bird. You see, I took Carlos Mencia down. I could take COVID. Here's huh. some zinc and ayahuasca and some horse medicine. Well, why would a bird take horse medicine? I'm a human and I took horse medicine. <laughs> and I'm speaking of things that uh, are horse-like. Uh, today's two sponsors are the letters S and D, as in I can S my own D. <laughs> All right, so they're talking about ivermectin in this that has been proven false. Like Joe Rogan, even, can we find the clip of him talking to the doctor about ivermectin? All right, so here's the clip, all right, where Joe Rogan is, is they've got CNN's Sanjay Gupta, which is like their doctor, mm -hmm. and he confronts him about CNN labeling ivermectin as horse medicine. So, so, so here we go. Play that. First rumors, not a flattering thing. I get it's that. It's a lie. It's a lie on a news network, it, and it's it, a lie that's a willing. That's that's a lie that they're conscious of. It's not a mistake. Yeah, they're unfavorably framing it as veterinary medicine. Well, the FDA put this thing out. You saw that. Did you see that thing that the FDA put out? What did the FDA put out? <laughs> it was a tweet, and it was snarky. I admit it. They said, you are not a horse, you are not a cow, stop taking this stuff, or something like Why that. Why would you say that when you're talking about a drug that's been given out to billions and billions of people, a drug that was responsible for one of the inventors of it making the Nobel the, Prize. The Nobel Prize in 2015. 15, yeah. yeah. No, a, a drug that has been shown to stop viral replication in vitro. You know that, right? I, I, Why would they lie and say that's horse dewormer? I can afford people medicine, motherfucker. <laughs> this is ridiculous. It's just a lie. I don't think anyone is thick. But don't you think that a lie like that is dangerous on a news network when you know that they know they're lying? You know that they know that I took medicine. Like, here it is. This is ivermectin. You got this it with right you. here. Somebody gave it to me. Got it with All right, you. hang on. I, I, do you, the, the thing is, we're, we're, we're like going so fast. Like, I feel like I'm missing. I'm missing. Do you think I want that to, that's a problem that your news wait for it. Not, lies? Well, I don't. I don't wow. Dude. What did they say? They lied what and they said say? I was taking horse dewormer. First of all, it was prescribed to me by a doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Along they with shouldn't have said a it was a bunch of if, other if medications. Was, if you got a human pill because there were people that were taking it the veterinary medication and i you're not Who? obviously you got it from a doctor so that it shouldn't be called that there we go thank you very much okay so there you go right there okay so my question is where are the fact checkers right if me and jake were to create a skit right now mm -hmm. and had done this exact same thing we would have gotten fact checked it would have been like uh false information uh, ivermectin has been proven, you know, 
uh, successful in, you know, humans when prescribed by a doctor. Mm -hmm. Or it would at least gotten a partly false label for misinformation. But yet, SNL and left-wing media places all get a pass, right? Mm -hmm. And no more so than MSNBC at Morning Joe with Joe Scarborough or whatever his name is, um, where he talks about Kyle Rittenhouse's trial. So, first of all, the things we know about Kyle Rittenhouse is his dad lived in Kenosha. Mm -hmm. He didn't, like, pick up an AR and drive across state lines to just start shooting people. He was with, visiting his dad. And we know for a fact that he only shot when he was being attacked. Yep. Listen to what they say just yesterday. Any day now. So just generally, here we have a 17-year-old kid, underage, said he bought an AR-15 because he thought it was cool. He drove across state, had his mother drive him across state lines. He appointed himself a militia member. He goes around and he ends up unloading, what, 60 rounds, kills Two people, wounds a third person. This is behavior that we, and I say we, I'm talking about conservatives, liberals, gun right uh, supporters, uh, uh, gun control supporters. We as a society, this is behavior that we as a society want uh, to, uh, to discourage. All right, so stop. Again, my point is, where are the fact checkers? 60 rounds. At what point did Kyle Rittenhouse unload three or two full magazines? And only hit three people. And only hit three people. <laughs> where where is that drone footage? I don't I don't remember seeing any of that. And then I gotta give it to Jack Posobic, man. Jack Posobic literally proved that the prosecution created a deep fake video to try to make it seem like Kyle Rittenhouse was left-handed when he's actually right-handed to make it seem like Kyle Rittenhouse was pointing the gun in the direction of other people where the real video is he's got it pointed down to the ground because he's right-handed. And when you're right-handed, I know that you guys can't see me, but when you're right-handed, you angle it this particular way where the barrel is pointed down to the left. Mm -hmm. If you're left-handed, it's the exact opposite, right? And Jack Posobiec literally proves that the prosecution, this is the, other, this is the only thing that really irritates me. We talked about this last week. The second that the guy who got his bicep blown off said, you know, no, he only shot me after I pointed the gun at him. Why was the trial not over right then? The second you find out that the prosecution is questioning constitutional rights of silence, they are deep faking evidence. Mm -hmm. Why is the why is it not over? Why is the trial not over? I I don't I don't understand. And so, uh, Kenosha it should is, be over in the next couple of days. Well, well, they're they're doing closing arguments today. Yeah. So it is very possible that we could have a verdict by this evening. Yeah, true. Um, should. And this just shows you. This is CNN, by the way, this article. This, is just, uh, this shows you where we are as a society. Um, uh, one, the judge already dismissed the weapons charge in the Kyle Rittenhouse trial ahead of closing arguments. Mm -hmm. So literally, like, at this point, the only charge that they can go after is homicide. That's it. I mean, they took away everything. Um, is this the—this isn't the right— 
Where is the? Did I send Aldous you the misses. wrong? Well, there might be another one. Let me check the other one. Did I send you the wrong thing. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. We're right. You got to scroll all the way down. For some reason, this article scroll. Uh, this is what I was getting at. No, this is the right thing. They just put it way at the bottom. Keep going. Braces for verdict. There it is. All right. Kenosha braces for verdict. Wisconsin Governor Tony Evers has five. 100 National Guard troops on standby outside of Kenosha ahead of a possible verdict. Dramatic scenes like Rittenhouse crying in the stand, blah, 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 blah. The Kenosha community has been strong, resilient, and has come together th uh, through incredibly difficult times these past two years. And that healing is still ongoing, ever said in a statement Friday. I urge folks who are otherwise not from the area to please respect the community by reconsidering any plans to travel there and encourage those who might choose to assemble and exercise their First Amendment rights to do so safe, safely and peacefully. This dude is full of crap. He's talking about rioters. Yeah. He's not talking about people expressing their First Amendment rights. Anyone who wants to express a First Amendment right in this case is not going to Kenosha. Right. They're not going there. I feel like there will be riots either way. If he's guilty, you know, I just don't, I don't see how. I, I, no, I disagree because if they charge him, I don't see our side rioting and burning down buildings in the street. Well, protests, over I should have said. Yeah. That, no, well, right. So, so no one's talking about protest. Right. They were talking about riots. You don't have 500 National Guard members standing outside of a city waiting for people to possibly protest. You have them standing there because you don't want the very reason that Rittenhouse is in this situation in the first place <laughs> to happen again where people start burning down crap and attacking people. Yeah. It just, it is incredible what is going on. And, and, and I say this, once Kyle Rittenhouse is found not guilty, the people that burn, destroy, and attack, none of them will be Republicans. Mm -hmm. None of them. No, not a single one of them will be Republicans. And that just shows you where we are, that the justice system can take place and people just feel like they can just do whatever they want because of it. Think about that. Hmm. Think about it. Like, I, you know, I know I was young, and may, maybe I'm wrong, and and you can correct me on this if I if I am. But the uh, Rodney King, no, mm -hmm. not the Rodney King, but O.J. Simpson trial. Oh, OJ, yeah. When the verdict came down, I don't remember there being 500 National Guard troops on standby for possible rioting and burning down and looting buildings over a verdict. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. And, and if I am, please let me know. I, I'm admitting that I was a young child when that happened. I don't remember yeah, specifically I mean, the National Guard being called up over a verdict of something like that. I think they like were that. called up because of the riots that happened after the verdict. I mean, it was they set Los Angeles on fire. Maybe. Yeah. I, 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 they set Los Angeles on fire over the OJ thing? I'm pretty sure. Or no, it was over Rodney King. I yeah, think. no, yeah, I'm not yeah, talking yeah. about Rodney King. I'm talking about O.J. Simpson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Killing his wife because he killed his wife <laughs> because he did. That's what I'm talking about. You know, I don't yeah, remember yeah, this yeah. right. Like, like, like it is always over. And here's the weirdest part: Kyle Rittenhouse didn't shoot a black person. Right. White supremacist, though. And and, and so again, 
If I'm wrong about O.J. Simpson, I'm putting my hands in the air. I was a child when it happened. Please correct me. Graham at DearAmericaMedia.com. But I don't remember that happening. I don't remember there being mass riots in the streets over the O.J. Simpson verdict. Right. Um, JonBenet Ramsey, the little girl. I don't remember there being, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like all this stuff. Um, this isn't a white person who shot a black person in cold blood, right? That's not what happened here, okay? This was a white kid who was defending his area during the BLM Antifa terrorist riots, and he, and he ended up shooting three people, two of them dead, one injured, all three of them convicted felon white people. Mm -hmm. Where's the racial hate crime there? Why, why, why is there even a fear of rioting over this verdict? Right, like how is this uh, bad for the black community? Like, how were they even involved in this? Freaking John Wayne Gacy killed like 40 people. And people are standing out in front of the thing waiting on a decision. But there was never not once fear of like people burning down the state if they didn't get the verdict that they wanted. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I watched the documentary. People were out there having a weird satanic good time. It's crazy. Uh, the left also knows that they can get away with it. If they burn down a city, the vice president will get it will them be out justified. It will be justified actions due to they will spin it like this. It once Kyle Rittenhouse is acquitted, BLM and Antifa will burn down everything, and they will say that it's a justified emotional response, like they did last year mm -hmm. in the summer. For the persecution and the suffering that the black community has suffered over the years. When not one black person has anything to do with this case. Yeah. Not one. Crazy. Absolutely All right. Crazy. Let's get into a sponsor. All right, guys. Biden is supposed to sign the infrastructure bill today. Today. Kiss your savings goodbye. Let's just be honest. Inflation is up to 6.2%. 6.2%. Everything is going to you-know-what in a handbasket, and Biden is at the center of all of it. Now is the time to diversify your savings, your 401k, your IRA into gold, silver, and precious metals. That's why I have partnered with Birch Gold Group. This is not a make-money scheme. This is to protect the savings that you have all right right now there's a little known section of the irs tax code you can legally move your ira or 401k into precious metals with no tax implications or penalties to get started on protecting your savings with gold all you have to do is request a free info kit from birch gold by texting the word g-r-a-h-a-m to 989898 this comprehensive 20-page kit reveals how gold and silver can protect your savings and how you can move your IRA or 401k out of volatile stocks and bonds and into precious metals. That's zero cost and zero obligation to request this info. So why wait? If you care about your family, if you care about what you've worked so hard for, there is no reason to wait. You need to text Graham to the number 989898. Again, did I say that enough? 98, 98, 98. Just making sure. Again, that is request this free info kit on gold now by texting the word Graham to 98, 98, 98. <laughs> Sorry. 
trying to get that out of here. All right. So speaking about inflation and people that are the dumbest humans in the history of the world, um, I who is this that is saying this here? Breaking nine one one. Stephanopoulos. Oh god. Oh yeah. Um. Okay. So uh, inflation is at a thirty year high. Price soars to six point two. This is ABC. Right. They asked this guy, what what can they do right now to stop this inflation? And listen to this guy's answer on what we got to do to stop inflation. All right. The answer is probably a little different than what you're thinking. First of all, where are his eyes in this video? <laughs> all right. Put your hit play. You're hoping to pass, but even if it does pass, it's going to take a while for the benefits to kick in. Uh, so what can Americans expect in the short term? Is inflation going to get worse before it yes. gets better? Is there anything President Biden can, get, can do in the short term? Listen to this idiot. We're focused on how to address this in the short term and the medium term, George. In the short term, number one, we have to finish the job on COVID. Oh, we God. Know that the more that people feel comfortable getting out into the economy, going to movies rather than buying a television at home, working in the workplace, the more we can return a sense of normalcy to our economy. Getting those shots out for five wow. to 11 year olds is going to provide a lot of comfort to American families. We're making a lot of okay, progress. Okay, pause that. it. Pause getting it. More work- That's what this <laughs> is what we're dealing with, people. Okay, their response to why people aren't going to work why inflation is soaring and why there's supply shortage demands everywhere is because people have not gotten the COVID vaccine. Five-year-olds. Five-year-olds are responsible for the, the, the ships upon ships upon ships that are standing there with all of the stuff that you have ordered that is on backlog. It's because your five-year-old isn't vaccinated. It could not possibly be Because the Biden administration has made it more convenient for people not to go to work than to go to work. That couldn't that couldn't possibly have a single minute anything to do with anything. Yeah, it is because of the unclean walking among everyone else. That is this administration's response to the inflation. Why are things skyrocketing? Why why is gas so big? Well, maybe it's because you killed the Keystone Pipeline, you freaking morons. We got one major pipeline running in America right now that, you know, six months ago got hacked and, and nobody could get gas. People are putting gas in plastic bags, which shows you the type of intelligence we're working with here. <laughs> okay. <coughs> it's it ugh. these are evil evil people speaking of five-year-olds and well five to 11 year olds uh heroes still do walk among us and in the year 2050 i think we found our first female president <laughs> all right florida school district finally drops mask mandate after an eight-year-old girl gets suspended 38 times for refusing to comply Ron DeSantis goes and hangs out with this chick. Let's read here. A Florida school district is finally dropping it out of 38 times. Notably, the mandate defied Republican Governor Ron DeSantis' executive order giving Florida parents ultimate control over their kids' masking habits, not the administrator. The district mask 
order was repealed on November 8th following a ruling from Division of Administrative Hearings Judge Newman, which declared the Department of Health's emergency rule 64DER21-15 valid. Based on a new development at the state level, the school district will be moving to an opt-out status for facial coverings for students in all grade levels. This is because... An eight-year-old second grader named Fiona Lachelle's became the public face of the mask war. Yeah. 38 times this chick took it, man. This eight-year-old took it. Where the parents were too weak to do anything about it, this eight-year-old said, nay, not I. (laughs) Nay, not I. I have not yet begun to fight. John Paul Jones. (laughs) That's awesome. And then she says, I'm not wearing a mask because you touch it and you have germs on your hand and then you put it back on your face and breathe in all the germs. Correct. Yes. Is she a doctor also? Yeah. Good Lord, send her to medical school (laughs) at this point. Like, like, good God, that made more sense than anything Fauci has said. Mm -hmm. Talking about droplets and, you know, uh, nasal passage airways and stuff. She's going to come back to school and drop a Cam Newton. I'm back. I'm back. (laughs) What's up? Uh, Anyway, good for you, young lady, and God bless you for standing up where your weak parents across the board just refuse to do it. But God bless you parents that are standing up against it. But sometimes it takes the littlest person to make the biggest impact, and that is true baller status. Oh, yeah. Suspended 38 times. Good Lord. That's a record. You've only been in school for like 100 days. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I mean, you've missed a third of the school year. Uh, Jeez. Okay. Shocking polls have come to light showing that Joe Biden is arguably the worst president in the history of ever, with his poll numbers plummeting so quickly that it truly, in my mind, it brings even more speculation to the election in November. How does someone who received more votes than any president in history while winning the fewest county counties mm-hmm. Out of Biden or out of Obama and Trump, but he's the most popular president ever. How does in 10 months those polling numbers sky or or plummet so quickly to be one of the least liked presidents of all time? Not to be outdone (laughs) by the worst vice president of all time. And this one's not even close. Okay. Kamala Harris has an approval rating in the 20s. The 20s, okay? I hate to say it like this, uh, but even uh, they talk about it in the movie, uh, was it Cheney? Christian Bale plays Dick Cheney? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They even say it in there. The vice president is more of a, uh, you know, just a formality type of role, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Like, your job is to back up somebody. Like, you're the backup. You know what I mean? Like you're you're the second string QB and you're sucking. But but why? Why is she sucking? Well, could it be because Kamala Harris just it's just not a smart individual. And she at the early age of how old is Kamala Harris? Can we uh, see? 52, I'm going to guess. Let's okay, see. Jake's guessing 52, Kamala Harris age 57. You were close. Well, she looks pretty good for 57. She looks pretty good for 57, but she is just about 30 years Joe's younger. All right? Um, Let's hear what she has to say. It's pretty deep, so be careful. Deep stuff. We must together, work together, to see where we are, 
where we are headed, where we are going, and our vision for where we should be, but also see it as a moment, yes, to together address the challenges and to work on the opportunities. What does that even mean? Uh. Play it one more time. Like, I'm like, at, it's almost like that moment on Billy Madison. At no point in your, rambling. in your rambling or incoherent thing did you express anything that could remotely be a cognitive thought. Play, play that one more time. We must together work together mm-hmm. to see where we are. Okay. Where we are headed. On what? Where we are going and our vision for where we should it's be. It's not the same thing. About what? But also see it as a moment, yes, to together address the challenges. Of what? And to work on the opportunities. Of what? Work on what, woman? Spit it out. Like, what are we talking about? Yeah. What the? She said where we're headed and where we're going. Yeah, what's, we what's have to difference? be together to be together. So we can together work on where we're going together and moving forward together where? I don't know. She never at any point actually said what she was talking about. It reminds me of the Michael Scott thing on The Office. He's like, at no point ever under any circumstances ever do anything. (laughs) About anything. Yeah. All right. Uh, Now, this next article is from the New York Post. And... It, it's going to something that's been circulating for a long time. And again, I got to give Jack Posobiec, you know, credit where it's due, man. He was a Navy intelligence officer and he's got some insider stuff. And he's been talking about this for months that there, that, that, that essentially, and here's another thing that a lot of people don't know about Democrats is Democrats, especially in the president and vice president, it is known that a lot of times they don't actually like each other. Like Biden was captured saying when he won the presidency, he finally gets to see the residency part of the White House, mm-hmm. which is odd because Obama was there for eight years. Never invited Joe over. So, so, so O'Biden so never, or, or O'Biden, oh, o, Obama never one time invited Joe up for like coffee like to just have a cigar. Come on, man. Like nothing. Like he never once like got invited to the thing. So Jack Posobiec has been talking about for months that there is tensions between the Biden side and the Harris side that they don't like each other. Well, now the New York the New York Post is saying the very same thing by saying Kamala Harris sidelined I mean, among, uh, amid growing tensions with Biden. Sideline. Let's, let's, let's look here. Because she's, you know, a woman of color, of course. Uh-huh. <laughs> of course. But, but uh, despite their public show of unity, Biden and his right-hand woman have a dysfunctional relationship that has reached an exhausted stalemate, which is based in report of interviews with nearly three dozen insiders. Let's see here. At a time when the president would usually be expected to promote his vice president as a future replacement in the White House, (laughs) Biden has instead been sidelining Harris as a potential liability. For their part, Harris allies are reportedly frustrated with the for the ah, with the president for dumping political fraught issues in her lap, including infamously the ongoing illegal immigration crisis at the U.S. border. That's not her job. They're consistently sending her out there on losing issues <laughs> 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 in the wrong situations for her skill set. In other words, 
she's not qualified enough to go, there's a bunch of people running into this country illegally. Maybe we should just shut the border down. Yeah. Uh, other aides say the vice president, oh, go back up. You, you moved it. Other aides say the president should have asked for better defined responsibilities <laughs> at the start of the administration. I don't want to do any of that hard stuff, okay? Uh, let's see. In March, Biden announced that Harris would lead the administration's talks with Mexico and Central American countries about slowing the tide of migrants crossing the U.S. border. Let's go down. Sounds like she hates Mexico. However, with the exception of a rocky visit to Mexico and Guatemala in early June and a brief trip to El Paso at the end of that month, Harris has largely avoided the issue in public. Last month, Secretary of State Antony Blinken. I hate everything about that man's name. <laughs> Antony. Anthony without the H makes me want to, you know, strangle someone, and then your name is Blinken. Attorney General Merrick Garland, oh God, and Homeland Security Chief Alejandro Maricus uh, met with the Mexican counterparts about the issue. Harris was in New Jersey at the time. Um, insiders told CNN the West Wing has been especially bothered by Harris's handling of the border issue. <laughs> Keep going. Is there anything else here? Just keep going. Uh, immigration. There's more immigration. Uh, we haven't heard any substantive messaging push for better immigration policies. We haven't seen her leadership. It's hard to miss the specific energy that the White House brings to defend a white man. Knowing that Kamala Harris has spent almost a year taking a lot of the hits that the West Wing didn't want to take themselves Wow. Coming down on the minority woman of color. Yeah. There it is again. She shouldn't have to do any work if she doesn't want to. Let's see here. It is natural that those of us who know her know how much more helpful she can be than she is currently being asked to be. That's where the frustration is coming from. Uh, let's see here. Uh, people were saying uh, at the end of June, Politico reports that her office was chaotic with a tense or, yeah, with a tense and at times dour atmosphere people are thrown under the bus from the very top there are short fuses and it's an abusive environment now we heard about this that staffers were quitting out of the harris cabinet part because she was just a bully it's not a healthy environment and people often feel mistreated it's not a place where people feel supported but a place where people feel treated like crap interesting mm. interesting 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 so I guess the whole Harris being the future of the party is, uh, I don't know. I guess that's not going to be, uh, it's just not going to be happening, I guess. But yeah. what's even more interesting, <coughs> Jen Psaki finally emerged after coming down with COVID after being fully vaccinated. Um, and she put out this tweet, which is very, very interesting for anyone who needs to hear it. At VP, Kamala Harris is not only a vital partner to POTUS, but a bold leader who has taken on key, important challenges facing the country. From voting rights to addressing root causes of migration to expanding broadband. Oh, this must be a thread. Keep going down. Oh, no. That's not. That's it. Hmm. To, to expanding broadband. That's all you got? <laughs> what does that Hold on. Did I read it? From voting rights to addressing root causes of migration to expanding broadband. She deserves an applause. What does that mean? Yeah, addressing root causes. Does that stop the flow of immigration? No, that's not the part of what is the, the sentence just ends from voting rights to addressing root causes of migration to expanding broadband. 
What is doing great? What does that? What does that mean? What does that help me understand? (laughs) I don't understand what that means. From my root causes of migration to expanding broadband. Well, it's like they asked her. They're like, "So, what have you actually done?" She's like, "Oh crap! Uh, expanded broadband." Let's go down. Jack Jack Posobiec tweeted something here. What did he say? You You aren't fooling anyone. (laughs) Oh, oh, listen to this person coming to their defense. This is the Democrats right here. Everyone needs to just leave POTUS and VP alone. They have only been in office for 10 months and quite frankly have done more in those 10 months than you know who. So sick of the divide in this country. It's not a healthy disagreement on policy, race rights. It's corrosive. I will agree. They have done more than you know who in the first 10 months. In destroying America, they are an absolute testament to utter and complete disarray and tragedy in our world. Why would the White House press secretary feel the need to put that tweet out? Yeah. You don't put those tweets out if everything that the news outlets are leaking are not true. Right. You don't, you, you don't do that. In politics, you don't address things that don't matter. That is politics number one. If I've learned anything through my congressional race, that is politics number one. You don't address things that aren't worth addressing. Hmm. The worst president in history has the worst vice president in history, so much so that they're at odds with each other and they hate each other. Trying to play damage control. I wonder if she's getting invited up to the residential quarters of the uh, White House. <laughs> um, that's all we got for this episode, ladies and gentlemen. We hope you enjoyed it. As always, make sure to share this episode on your social media. Share it with a friend. Leave us a review and give us five stars. It helps us in the polls, and we appreciate it. Make sure to check out 912united.com and get your pro-America apparel today and show everybody that you will not comply with unconstitutional mandates or lockdowns. God bless you guys, and we'll see you again next time. See you.